Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hafley, as always. Ali Monroy on the show producing for us, and Evan Rowell will be in in a bit after the interviews. The Avs take care of business. 3-2 over the LA Kings on their first road game of the season. This was not a very complex game. The Avs came out with a better team for the majority of the first two periods. Has, has there ever been a complex LA Kings game yeah, in the true. last 12 years? Very true. Basically from the moment that they drafted Andre Kopitar? Yep. They, uh, they, they play a simple game, and it's a game that is not as good as it used to be out in LA right now. So the Avs did what they do best. I mean, they kind of took it to them outside of maybe a stretch for the first six, seven minutes of the second period. The Avs were in complete control of the first two periods of the game. Things got a little bit slack in the third period, but they got the job done. So who cares? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, what, I guess let's start chronologically as we do three minutes into the game. Brandon Saad gets his first as a Colorado Avalanche player. Just a, a tap in for Saad. He had to win a positional battle to to knock it in. But a, a great play created by Nathan McKinnon alongside Matt Calvert and Brandon Saad. Kind of a mix-up line. Shouldn't come as too much of a surprise given the Avs are playing 11 forwards in this game. But we're just continuing to see that you put functional hockey players next to Nathan McKinnon and good things happen. Um, yeah, Matt, Cal- Matt Calvert's always worked next to uh, yep. Nathan McKinnon, though. Like, worked always. last year, too, for sure. I know there were people last year who would like keep him there, just <laughs> let Calvert do his thing. And it, it's not it's not complicated why that works out so well. You know, Calvert is a really smart player. He's really hardworking and he just goes to the front of the net. You're talking about Nathan McKinnon, who shoots more than any other player in the NHL. Guess where pucks are when you go to the front of the net? They're at the net. 
Funny how that works. Yeah, and when we talked about the Avs getting Brandon Saad, it was, okay, this is a guy that can help them around the net. He's not going to be a guy that's all, you know, super highlight real snipe city. It's not Andre Burakovsky. It's a lot of putting pucks in within five feet of the goal. You know, a lot of just go stand there, wait for pucks to, to pop back out and throw them in when you have a chance to. He gets his first one. I bet we see I I bet that relaxes him and we see the best Brandon Sod game as an Av on Thursday night. I have no argument against that. I do have an argument, however, against the Av's pants on the road. Um Dude, they're ugly. They're hideous, <laughs> man. They are hideous. I feel like there are now there are now two types of Avs fans. Avs fans who don't like those and Avs fans who like jorts. <laughs> they really did. Uh, I hadn't thought about it until one of one of you guys uh, pointed it out to me, but they really did have a, a real jorts feel to them. <laughs> they don't quite cover the knee. It's It just it falls in definite jorts territory. I do like the idea that after beating the Blues so badly that they had to take their pants, that they just <laughs> took their pants with them on the road. Like, oh, These are ours now. Yep. They're ours now. You no longer, the Blues no longer get to wear pants in their games. Uh, so one, I like that idea. Now, what this is missing is the Avs, like, player of the game award that teams had need to be a pair of jorts now. Make I someone like put on the jorts after every game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, like, no, like hard hat, you know, oh, for a hard worker of the game or like a chain, no puck. Yeah. None of that nonsense. No, you have to wander around in the locker room. You have to do your post game interview in jorts. <laughs> it would be perfect. Just absolutely excellent. Uh, th- the rest of the first period it was kind of just a snooze fest. The Avs. We're up one nothing, and they seemed extremely comfortable to let the Kings not do anything, basically. I don't know. I don't even have that much to break down because the Kings were just inept offensively for the first period of this hockey game. Um, the second period is where we saw something a little bit different, I think, finally, for this, this season for the Avs. Avs with a lead. After the, uh, well, let's talk about the Miko no goal, first of all. Um, the puck clearly went in the net. Uh, it's your basic uh, 50-50 coin flip goalie interference kind of style play. I mean, I don't know. Where did you fall on it, AJ? I thought it was a goal. I don't think Miko did anything wrong. He's he's allowed to go to the, he's allowed to crash the net. Uh, was clearly he, loose, yeah. He he fell down and slid into the goaltender, and the puck doesn't even go in off of him. It goes off of the skate of a Kings player. I I thought it was a goal, but I understood where they said, hey, this is interference, and we can't just let guys go sprawling into the net and say, sure, that's a good goal. I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Um, I didn't feel strongly about it because goaltender interference is a total coin flip at this point. But uh, I thought I thought it was a goal, and the Kings pushed back pretty hard right after, and the the game could have easily flipped on that because uh, LA had an extended shift and then drew a penalty on that extended shift right after the they called it a no goal, and at one nothing it could have been up in the air, and 
They score on that power play. It's 1-1. We have no idea what the end of the game looks like. But that didn't happen. PK did his job, and then Colorado put some distance in there. Yeah. Took care of business. They survived the storm of of the Kings pushback after that. Once mm-hmm. Ice got back to even, the Avs get some power play opportunities. And that brings us to our DraftKings King of the Game, or perhaps more accurately, King of the Season so far. Mm-hmm. As we're A giving it king. to yeah, <laughs> with the tiny crown. It's, it's yeah. like the button on his abs hat right there. He's also, he's also my height. Like, he's like five foot six. So he's he's a literal and figurative tiny king. Ray Bennett, the the much maligned sometimes in the abs fan base, has the abs power play just shy of 50% on the season three games in. They score two power play goals in this one to get the job done. Um uh, you can't ask for more than that. <laughs> the the Avs special teams have been nothing short of excellent. Honorable mention to uh, Nolan Pratt as well, because the Avs power play, they gave up their first power play goal of the season tonight, but it's like 98% effective or something. So, yeah, not bad, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the, the power play is funny, right? Ray, Ray Bennett, oh, he's useless. He's the worst coach. The Avs need to get rid of this guy. They're 8 for 17. Edmonton had a 30% power play last year, and <laughs> they went like 0 for 8 last night against Montreal. Like, yep. this, is just, this is just how special teams go. And you know what? They had they had two two more power play goals. That was ended up being the difference in the game tonight. It may not last all season. It may not last all week. But for right now, Ray Bennett, Tiny King. As long as it keeps working, he gets the crown, basically. Um, it's maybe one of the interesting things we've seen so far of this season is the Avs aren't beating teams five on five, really. I mean, they, they blasted the Blues. They scored three goals, five on five there. But this game, five on five, the Avs scored one, the Kings scored one. They won this game off of uh, special teams, and uh, you know you can you can look at everything however you want to phrase it. There's some negatives there because you expect a little bit more out of the Avs on five on five, but winning games because of special teams is exactly what the Avs were missing in in the second round of the playoffs last year. Look, five on five, uh, the Avs got outshot twenty to seventeen tonight, but. Yep. Scoring chances eighteen to thirteen, high danger chances seven to two. So the abs, the abs were again. They were the better. They were the better five on five team um, in terms of the quality. When the quantity is is twenty to seventeen, that's not a big enough difference for you to ignore quality. That's a very much a stat line of a team that got up three to nothing halfway through the game and just kind of chillaxed for the second half. Even even then, uh, third period, the Avs seven to five in scoring chances and one to nothing in high danger chances. Gave up no high danger chances in the third period. And if you look at both of their goals, one of them is an all world shot that okay. Yeah. And then the power play goal against was a funny bounce that popped right to an open skater, kind of like Colorado's second power play goal that goes right through Nazem Kadri and goes right to Miko Rantanen. Each team, each team got a nice little break there on the power play. Got a got a freebie goal, and it ended up those the those evened out, and it was fine. Yeah, it 
if the bounces even out, this is a game the Avs are supposed to win on paper, and and they did. Uh, we'll get to the third period. We'll get to the closeness of all of that. Um, you know, we can just take our first period break here and let you guys know about Chevalier Mortgage. Both Mike and Virginia have been in the business for a long time now, and there are locals here to Colorado, including being CSU alums. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com. You can see right there at the bottom of the screen if you're watching. Both Mike and Virginia will take care of you. You've probably heard about the great mortgage rates right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yeah, the rates are great, but what makes them different is Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. So head on over there again, dnvrmortgage.com. You can also get yourself signed up for a chance to win some free DNVR merch with them. Michael Chevalier, NMLS 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. Of course, we are also sponsored by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. If you weren't at the bar tonight, probably celebrating another Avs win, or man, it's probably over by now. They're probably starting to filter out, but you can get eight different types of Breckenridge brew on tap down there, or you can get it from the farmhouse where they have dozens of flavors. Check your local liquor stores with the Breck Brew Locator online as well. Second period, the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. AJ, do we need to talk? Do we need to have the conversation about when a defenseman loves another defenseman very, very much? You get chemistry like Sam Gerrard and Devon Taves. I mean, it's just downright electricity, right? <laughs> I'm saying. I mean, when you watch flying. when you watch what those two dudes do on a power play, there's a pretty good chance that after four hours, you need to contact your doctor. <laughs> it's it, both. They showed the highlights on altitude. Both of the power play goals from those two on the second unit are identical. The yeah. exact same play. I love the play. It, it's it uses their strengths. Perfectly. Gerard draws players to him and uses his passing ability to set up Taves with a beautiful shot to the, the near side post that and you throw in the Chushkin in front with the screen, it's automatic right now. It is. Um it when it works like that, boy, doesn't it look easy. Yeah. But you saw you saw on the you saw when they tried to recreate it on the next power play opportunity. <laughs> um People catch on eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they were like so. Taves and Taves and Gerard were on opposite sides, and they were trying to they were trying to work the puck around so that they could switch. And then when they did, the high attacker for the Kings attacked that pass and was like, "Not again! We're not letting that <laughs> yeah. happen." Yeah, and so uh, it ended. The puck ended up getting rimmed around instead and dumped back down deep because that pass wasn't there again. And it was of course it was right at the end of the power play. So there were other considerations there, uh, not knowing when the guy was coming out of the box exactly, et cetera, et cetera. But it was still, you know, teams are going to scout that. They're going to see it. Uh, but great shot from Taves. I, for it to have been as clean a goal as it was makes me wonder exactly what the hell Cal Peterson was doing. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was, I mean, it was clean. It wasn't, it wasn't like it just clipped over the pad and it was perfectly... It had it had some breathing room on its way in, and I Cal, Cal Peterson's not going to be very good. That's going to you know it's going to help them a little bit. 
Hey, I mean, if if teams want to play their backup goalie against the Avs, they'll take what they can get. Not that Jonathan Quick is anything special yet either. Yeah, but... Jonathan Quick against the Avs though is a different animal. That's we saw true. that we saw that shit last year. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Jonathan Quick. Oh, he's a 900 goaltender now, except against Colorado, where he's randomly a 955 guy. Just a total brick wall. Thank you for the reminder, Jacob. Be sure to hit the like and subscribe button. It helps us out on YouTube a ton. We're live after every single Avs game. So if you want your post-game content, this is the place to come and get it. We have now coming on the show, Evan Rowell, done with player interviews. No doubt going to inform us about Eric Cole and um, <laughs> other Avalanche players. <laughs> Can somebody, I, I, I had to have missed something. Yeah. Uh, Peter McNabb on the Altitude feed was talking about how the Avs are going to miss it. Ian Cole and said, Eric Cole, no, that's not correct. Eric Cole. And uh, <laughs> like three times. Yeah. <laughs> so Eric Cole's been retired for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. This, so this was my confusion is because I was like, <laughs> where's all this Eric? Okay, cool. Just a quick reminder, I watch games on mute, so. <laughs> I think the best part was that somebody in the broadcast team had to remind him, like, no, you mean Ian Cole? He's like, three minutes later, he's like, oh, yeah, I met Ian Cole. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, I can't imagine there was much conversation about Ian Cole in the locker room tonight, Evan. Uh, actually, there was. Oh, they really? did ask Bedner about it. Bedner said, yeah, they're going to miss him. Uh, McKinnon mentioned that, you know, McKinnon – you know, hashtag math. He knows it's for cap. He knows they need cap room, and they're gonna miss Cole. But uh, I will, I will say, better saying they're gonna miss. Like, have you ever heard a coach say otherwise about a player? Goodness. Even when there's, <laughs> even when there's friction there, it's like, oh, we wish the best of luck to that guy. Sorry, it didn't work out or whatever. Just yeah. once, I'd like for a coach to come out and be like, yes, <laughs> that guy sucks. <laughs> Got rid of that scrub. But not not the case, you know, not the situation here, obviously, because Cole had been really good for the abs. But just once, I would like for that to happen. Yeah, if it's going to happen, it's going to be torts with PLD. <laughs> Later. Um, no, yeah, they brought it up. They said they'll miss him. They're ex- he's excited about getting the hashtag grit with Paterin. So, or I don't even know how to say his name. Paterin. So, uh, but yeah, I asked, He, you know, they're... They said EJ, They even EJ knows he needed more practice uh, than he had, but they're happy to just get some big minutes out of him at the end of the game. And they were pretty happy with Gilbert. Just they don't, Bender said, I really don't know much about the guy other than what I've seen in practice. So I wanted to see him in a game. And I mean, I didn't really notice the guy. So, I mean, he only played like nine minutes, but yeah, yeah I didn't really notice him out there. So Dennis Gilbert on the ice for one scoring chance for, Zero against. Yeah, I looked after two periods, and he was on for like six total shot attempts the entire game. So, yeah. whatever. So, I, I seem like I'd be fun at a party. Cool. I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever said that about me. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 obviously the power play goals were the the uh, important stuff there to get him going because, yeah, I, that that was a, a snoozer of a game as I expected. I said it was going to be two one, and we got we we were starting to get late in the second period, and I was like, I gave him too much credit. <laughs> uh, not 
anything too crazy about personnel usage tonight for we saw McKinnon get double shifted. So he, he actually played significant time. They didn't save him quite as much in the first two games, but Devontae's being the high watermark on uh TOI for the Avs sure. Didn't take too long for Bednar to take a liking to him, huh? Wow. <laughs> at even strength, that wasn't even close either. I was looking at it. He, he was like three minutes more than anyone else at even strength. So yeah. And he doesn't look like he gets tired. That's the thing. So when you could play that many minutes and you're that fast and just make everything look very efficient, then that's looking like a baller pickup right now. Yeah, hard well, to say. Yeah, baller pickup. Did he use that exact term too? <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay. Uh, any any tipped hand on, on what we expect to see on the rest of this road trip with that defense? I mean... It sounds like Burkowski's injury is not very serious, so he should be back to a 12-6 type of situation. Uh, is it just going to be EJ and Timmons going forward, or is there a chance we see Byram or someone going going into Thursday? Yeah, yeah he didn't really tip his hand at anything. Um, you know, I'd, after I asked about Gilbert, he said that, you know, we're just going to have to evaluate how the lineup we want it to look the next couple games. Um, it really sounded like they just wanted to see what Gilbert had that they just don't know what they have in him. So I think this was probably a good chance to get a look at him. Um, I fully expect Byram to get a game here. I think they do like playing with 11 forwards. Um, now it's going to be tough to do on a back-to-back. I don't know if they're going to actually do that, but nothing really on Berkey's injury. And Yeah, it's, uh, the one thing he did mention is that they they felt like they finally got a rhythm there with that second line at the end of the game when Nachushkin got on it. So that would be probably something to look for in the next game. Um, and that they need more out of Comfort. He said right. it. So they, uh, which I would absolutely agree. Comfort and really Kadri too. They both have looked not good at even strength. Yeah, the uh, the 3C thing continues to frustrate a little bit. <laughs> With Nachushkin, I just roll my eyes because we know how this ends. <laughs> But he has a he has a good week, and then Stonehands McGee shows up and you know bricks a couple of golden scoring chances, and he ends up back in the bottom six, and you just end up pissed off about the whole experience. <laughs> it's it was a much better game for Nachushkin though overall. Like he looked a lot better, he was more dangerous. But if he's not going to score in the couple of games where he actually looks dangerous offensively, yeah. I think it's all temporary until Berkey gets back. Well, it's it's. I made my tweet, and it's interesting. The Avs players that have yet to produce a point this season: Nachushkin, Jost, Belmar, and then Connor Timmins. But you look at a team that we've talked about. Oh, they're so deep down the middle. Oh, they're so deep down the middle all year, all off season long. And now all of a sudden, we're three games into the season, and. Kadri does not look great. Comfort does not look great. Belmar has been wildly inconsistent. Even Tyson Jost, who's not always playing center, but can, the production hasn't been there, even though, look, Jost looks really good in his role on the fourth line, whatever, but the production is not there yet. I don't don't think Jost has a shot on goal in these three games. I was looking at that. He he does, um, but Tyson Jost tonight on the ice for 10 scoring chances for one against. Yeah, he was good. Nothing, nothing to show for it though. Yeah, and it just, it just continues to be 
this, that's the story with Tyson Jost. His process is going to look good, and his production isn't. I, I don't think we're going to see any. Uh, I'm not. I'm not expecting any big breakout at this point. What are we looking at here? His shots on goal. One whole shot on goal. Did he get one tonight? I don't think he did. No, he did not. So he has one shot on goal in three games, despite great underlying numbers. Yeah. And, you know, part of that is a role on the fourth line. But at the same time, if the Avs want to get back to a place where they're dominating teams five on five, it needs to be more than just process for the bottom six. They need to be producing somewhat. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll take really good process like that, like dominant process, sure. scoring chances for and and one against. Like, I'm sorry, but I'll freaking take that from a bottom six guy every game, even if he never scores. Um. You're just not giving anything I up mean, with that guy on the ice. Statistically, if you you can consistently put up ten scoring chances <laughs> for a night, you're gonna get some points in there somewhere. Like. Yeah. Which, by the way, led the Abs tonight. That's why I bring that up. Um, but it's it's such a good process, though, that if you're not giving anything up defensively, then you're fine. It's just that you need to see something, and and the. Uh, you know the the top guys just keep humming along. They're gonna. Yeah. There's a point here. There's a point there. But there's there is like, it's funny because when your power play is rolling, you know Bender says it all the time that the power play is oftentimes a reflection of your five on five play. And I just don't think that I don't think that's true right now. I, not tonight. Close. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, two different. When you score worlds. five power play goals in a game, it kind of it kind of slants it. Like that eight nothing game, we should just throw out the window because it's such a ridiculous Anomaly. outlier for everything. And so they didn't play very well five on five in game one. They were only okay five on five tonight. Uh, I thought they were the better five on five team, but LA sucks, so it's not saying a whole lot. Yeah. It's it, they weren't significantly better. Um, I'm just. This felt, I don't want to put down LA too much, but I'm about to, so. They're bad, dude. No no offense, but then you can offend them. Yeah, I I mean, they're uh, bad. Like, it felt like a preseason game where the Avs put in all their stars to get a warm-up game and LA threw out a bunch of dudes. Like That's that's every Kings game, though. Every Kings game feels like a preseason game because they aren't good enough to push you beyond that. Yep. They're not they're just not there yet. When you look at their lineup, like Andreas Athanasi was one of like three guys in their entire team that could make the shot that he did tonight. And there's a reason that guy was free <laughs> at, at the last minute when they when they got him. It I, here's here's another question. Is Drew Doughty just kind of bad now? Yeah, he sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> he's a sick pass, though. We've we've talked we've talked about, you know, a lot of people have talked about it. He's gotten super upset and offended because he wasn't on TSN's Team Canada roster or some bullshit. And it's like, dude, you haven't been good in three years. Like, you're Braden Holtby on defense. Like, I don't. And you watch him play. Landeskog runs him over. Somehow that turned into a. Drew Doughty love fest, and <laughs> oh. he just he just he's just not Drew Doughty's just not very good. 
He's on the other end of that first goal against. He doesn't stop McKinnon from doing anything that he wants to do. Uh, it's just dude, the guy's just not very good. Yeah, it's yeah. The broadcast was—I know you watched it on mute, but it was a Jeff Carter love fest, is what it was for like half the game. But um, I wanted to actually say with Tyson Jost, like I, I'm completely happy just leaving him where he is and just letting him get into a groove because I think he's in a good spot right now where expectations are reasonable where people are over the whole where he's a 10th overall pick i would yeah. hope at this point and we're not having this like oh he could have a 50 point season breakout conversation like just let him let him continue to do what he's doing i'm yeah. with you he's, he's looked yeah. really good and yeah. the role that he's in the i mean he looks awesome on the pk like i, I we've we talked about it last year i just don't know what took him so long to at least give him a shot there and see what he has and now it's like well you might have found a really good penalty kill that you've had for three years and you probably could have been using. So, But, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy to leave him there. If this continues and he keeps building and Confer keeps heading the other way where he's just a ghost, then I think you need to have that discussion. It's just, you know, do you just try Jost there? Do you give him a, elevate him a little bit now that he's got some confidence? Who's the ghost now? <laughs> <laughs> Jost will turn you into a ghost. Take your job. Bam. Uh, we can take our second period break there with DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. Feel like I should have won money tonight, but Nazem Kadri decided that he wanted to miss a wide open net. So, why would you take the over on a LA Kings? Not, not over. <laughs> I, took, I took the Avs to cover a goal and a half. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> uh, but. Kadri said no to me on that one. If you want to make some amazing bets, go ahead and head over to DraftKings Sportsbook and sign up for an account with code DNVR. As you see at the bottom of the screen there, you can get yourself a $1,000 sign-up bonus with DraftKings, and they have amazing odds boosts every single day, including coming up this weekend. UFC is coming back with Conor McGregor getting back in the octagon. You can turn $1.00 into $257 if you want to bet on this UFC. McGregor to win by knockout in round one. If you think he can do that, bet a dollar, win yourself $257. I mean, for a dollar, it's worth it just to take the chance, right? Like, maybe he gets it done and you take that money home. You can do that only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, download that top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up to get that $1 for 257 chance for McGregor by knockout in round one. That's it. Use the code, you know, must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem 1-800-522-4700. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by that DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's go ahead and bring on our producer, Ali Monroy, who supposedly has a, a hopefully not a happy birthday story this time. I will see. <laughs> um, well, I walked upstairs after the or the Nuggets postgame show, and everyone was like, is it Ali? I'm so sorry. Is it your birthday? And I was like, what? And they're like, we had so many people in the comments of the nugget. <laughs> happy birthday, Allie. The people were literally like, Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I forgot your birthday. Allie. Oh, yes. No, 
Yes. And no way do you guys the Nuggets post game comments saying happy birthday to me. <laughs> and oh, I love it. I'm scarred because Joey said happy birthday to me. And I literally went to his Twitter to see if it was actually his birthday because now I will never bring up a birthday comment ever again because I am scarred. <laughs> so. Yeah. Birthdays are dead at DNVR now, guys. This is your fault. You all did this, I will, okay? I will never let any of you know when my birthday is. <laughs> oh, God. Like, they were all so, like, confused. All the Nuggets guys were so confused as to why they were wishing me a happy birthday. <laughs> Y'all are, are hilarious. People are laughing and dying in the comments, so... <laughs> Yeah. Everybody loves your hat, by the way. Of course. Well Nord's hat. It's a nice hat. birthday hat. It's my favorite hat. <laughs> Did you get it for a birthday, perhaps? <laughs> yep, I got it for my birthday. There you uh, go. I'm going to go along with it. It is my birthday, uh, Joseph. Yes, it, it's my birthday every day. You know, Just like uh, Zach, I believe it was Zach's birthday every day. Michael's it's, it's yeah. Michael John Hedden's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Allie Twitter creeping me. Yes, because I was literally I have it on my shared screen right here because I was like, is it actually his birthday? Can we actually give him a birthday shout out? And <laughs> yep, so I, I will never pull up a happy birthday, guys. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. All right. So let's we kind of drifted into it with the JT Confer conversation. Were there any concerns about the third period tonight? I mean, look, the win, a win is a win is a win, but it was probably closer than it had to be. Uh, I mean, all told, not really, man. Yeah. Shots were only eight to five uh, at even strength. They were even scoring chances, high danger chances, all that stuff. Favorite Colorado. I really just don't have, I just don't have a huge problem. It took a perfect shot, and then they got a pretty nice bounce on that. The goal went up. Taves blocks the shot pass, and then it goes right to the guy. So yeah, yeah, not really. I mean, it, it stinks to give up a. It's, it's not my birthday. I see that in the comments. Uh, it stinks to give up two goals, especially to a bad team. But when you're up three nothing, teams naturally kind of let off a little bit. So. It is what it is. It's early in the year. This is the first like real lead they've had to protect after it was destruction the yeah, other night. So that one doesn't count for sure. Yeah, that's a good uh, too. You know, they're still figuring things out, I'm sure. Um, especially running random defensemen out there together and then lines sure. Lines were figuring things out too. So yeah, it's I'm not super concerned. And, you know, I'm sure you guys talked about it, but I think Ruby looks really good this year. I think that's a good sign. I think he looked really good tonight. The first couple games, he got the job done in game two, obviously, but he was a little oversliding as we see him get when he's not fully comfortable. You see him kind of overcommitting. Tonight, he looked pretty darn locked in on the puck, man. There are a couple of scrambles in front where he was right on top of it. So, Yeah. I, I mean, we'll see what they do about goaltending. I don't know what's going on with Frankie, but yeah, that's a whole nother story for the rest of this week. Yeah. Go ahead, AJ. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> what, um, 
I'm not sure what's going on with Frankie, but I think Grubauer looks great. I mean, you even watch him. He almost stopped that power play goal against. Like, Got a piece of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's totally left hanging out to dry there on a bad on a bad break, and he still almost got to it. So, you know, it certainly uh, Grubauer playing quite solidly, even in game one. Three of the goals, there was nothing he could have done about. So, it kind of been a quiet first three games for him. But if every night's a quiet night for your goalie, you're feeling good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, defense in front of him, I uh, I thought was just fine. As we said, both the goals were credit where credits due, or uh, ridiculous bounce that your defense can't really do anything about. So, yeah, I think I think Graves has looked really good the last two games. After the first game, I was a little a little worried that we were going to get the same Graves we saw in the playoffs, but I think he's bounced back really nicely. Yeah, hard hard to argue that. This is kind of you'd like to see the Avs win three nothing, right? As you guys are still breaking down. Uh, I don't know what's happening in the chat. I don't know. Michael from Vsauce is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but someone did say real quick where they can get this hat. You forty seven. They have a bunch of Nordic stuff. It's awesome. I want to talk about my couch in this chat right now. If you guys want this couch, go to AF Dub. <laughs> what such an influencer, Evan? I know. <laughs> you know, Jake Jab came to my high school back in the day. Oh God, here we and go. He, and he said, "I hate animals." <laughs> he actually said that. It's like, okay, they're in all of your commercials. Yeah, did he bring his tigers to your school? <laughs> No, he didn't. We also had the Ty Bo guy come to our school back in the day, too. Billy Blanks? Yeah, we all did Ty Bo. <laughs> That's a basic. Yeah. I was a little bit too young for Billy Blanks. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> Billy oh, you're, Blanks. I you're not a Colorado native, so yeah. you don't, you don't, you've never seen the AFW commercials with Jake Jab. He's like 800 years old now. He's just on a couch with a white tiger. I, he's been doing it my entire life, those commercials. Nope. Yeah. The, the, only, the only ones that I remember from early childhood are the Rockies autos. Yeah. Well, it, that's about Jake, it. Jake no, Deb made it into an episode of South Park. Yeah. You can you can get Rudo by sliding into my DMs, baby. All right. <laughs> like, oh my no, you here can't. we go again. You're married. Yeah, I'd have to turn you down in the DMs, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> First, and now the couch. These comments, someone said, abs, uh, where was it? We can't take abs fans anywhere right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was. No. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is what happens with the, all these late starts. It's yeah. always DNVR yeah. after dark <laughs> on the abs pod. I am not saying it out loud, but for the people who. Can see it. Oh, that's not the one. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the comments are going too crazy. I don't sit on the couch because then it's just awkward looking. It does, it Even worse not. looking than this. The couch Someone does not look great. like a Your wife doesn't you sit on the it's couch. <laughs> no one tells me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> Time to put my eight-year-old daughter right. thanks to Rudo. <laughs> okay. I, I plead the floor. What is happening All there? Right. Turn the comments off. <laughs> Good, I didn't good even game. have anything to do with any yeah, of this. Yeah, I am this a bystander was... on this. Good win tonight. What were we talking about? I have no idea what we were talking about. Groovy? Two points. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say the Avs coaching staff knows how to wear a mask. That's one observation I have. Yeah. After Denmark watching the, wore the St. Mask. Louis Blues coaches just like not know how to wear a mask at all. So good for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I would I would I would agree with some of the people just in comments that uh Kale McCarr just doesn't look hundred percent yet. He's not totally there, but he's he'll be I, he'll be fine. He'll get there. I needed him to score a goal tonight. I had a feeling and I told everyone about it and I bet on DraftKings Sportsbook that he would and it didn't happen. And I'm really, really I feel I feel like he's due though. All all that I'm betting on these days is shots on goal overs because I'm winning Winning some cash on these bad boys. That uh, that's Ryan's go-to shots on goal. That's, that's RK sitting off screen counting his dollar bills. <laughs> the only um, player that I consistently think you'll win win money on betting to score a goal is McKinnon, and even that wouldn't have paid out tonight. So, but the odds aren't very good because everyone believes that. So, like the odds for Kale I mean, to it, score tonight are pretty good. <laughs> I I think. And fans got a little hyped up on his goal scoring ability last year because he hit so many posts and then he shot like just under 10%. Um, I told Evan earlier today, I think he'll probably half his goal total from last year. He'll score more like six or seven instead of 12 or 13. And then his assists will skyrocket and his points will, you know, he'll still be a dominant offensive player, but. I think that's where this is headed. I'm trying to ignore all of this going on right <laughs> the now. Are so the weird, dude. Don't follow Allie's betting advice. But, Actually, I've gotten multiple abs bets right. I just missed today. I'm just on. Yeah. I'm just losing right now. So don't fade me right now. But, For the record, I did not take McKinnon on his shots on goal tonight because I figured Kopitar was going to be shadowing him and slow that down. I took Miko, and Miko won me some money. Damn, and Miko's been shooting the puck this year. Yeah, I think they counted his kick at. On that non-goal, as a shot on goal, so that's what put me over. <laughs> I will not be growing a beard, Matthewson. <laughs> <laughs> it, I guess we are the beard cast, aren't we? You are. I wonder what the odds on Eric Cole scoring next game are going to be. <laughs> pretty, pretty <laughs> high, I imagine. Um, yeah, I look is outside of McKinnon playing twenty-three minutes because they only had eleven forwards. Is this an ideal way to start a road trip? No one really had to really burn the the heavy oil tonight. They should be pretty good to go for the back to back. Yeah, I mean when you can when you consider that they had seven defensemen that one of their D played twenty five minutes tonight is a little. It's kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah McCarr played twenty five too. Yeah, they yeah. they kind of ran that top pairing down, but yeah, and it's like it's like you had seven defensemen. Why exactly did this happen? Like why why would you put yourself in this spot? I don't know, man. I, I'm sorry, but Bowen Byram is only sitting one more game. He's for me. He's playing Friday night in Anaheim. I thought he should play tonight. I, I thought um, I'm not with that. Give him some. Give him a couple of practices to get comfortable with the systems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, I he said four, two more. He said four skates, so that's kind of what Bedner said. It, it uh, Gilbert played under ten minutes. 
Timmons played 1040. I, I have no problems with Connor Timmons, man. I think he looks just I, fine. I think he looks fine. I, I thought Gilbert was mostly fine too, but if you're playing in a defenseman less than 10 minutes, I mean, Byram can do that <laughs> without thinking too much. So, yeah. I, how they're going to handle this defense thing is going to be interesting because even with hear, hearing Bednar talk about how he wants the grit. Patera, Pet, I'm never going to say this guy's name right. New guy, um, Greg. Just call him yeah. Greg. No, not 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 going to matter because he's not going to play. G unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah. It is a Tuesday. Why is the chat this way? Because <laughs> <laughs> the Avs won and they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. So, Avs fans are on 100 every single night. And every like, game is at eight o'clock anyway. Yeah, people like, have been... some of these comments you guys are reading and like trying not to laugh. So, like, what is happening? You guys are going to yeah. ruin this couch for me. Stop talking about it. <laughs> 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 oh. Goodness! Yeah, happy birthday, I mean, everyone. When you it's when you lot. when you play all of your games starting at ten yeah. o'clock Eastern, half of your crowd is going to be like this. Yep, it's the way it goes. Um, <laughs> chat's going to oh, be popping lovely. off this year. People are saying, "Wait till Friday." Oh, I can't. If the Avs like blow out on the second half of that back to back, Friday is going to be a trip. <laughs> Um. Yeah. We should, have, yeah. we should. We should totally free skate Friday it up. It should be a full on drinking pod. I'm down. Especially I'm so if Byron makes his maybe, debut. Yeah. Maybe I'll be laying on the couch. <laughs> All right. We'll put oh, some God. drinking rules together. In the tracksuit. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. We Friday. Friday. Looking at the schedule yeah. right now. We'll put some drinking games together for Friday's game. Y'all, y'all know where to find us. Uh, final thoughts for the Avs. I, anything particular other than just business win? Allie's got something. Um, I bought multiple Avs stuff off eBay, so we could do another one of those. Oh, yes, I'm down. There's some <laughs> awesome. I bought some awesome crew necks, jackets. I'm excited. Well, if you bought them, we can't do them. Well, <laughs> They're gone now. I just found a lot of cool – so I, we could just keep showing them. I'm just saying. I won't have high stuff by then. But you could rock the tracksuit track as everyone would like you to wear the track Yeah. Evan's going to die of heat stroke. That's the one that kills me. Yeah, dude, like, just, just fast forward to like halfway through that show and Evan's like asleep in the tracksuit. I'll do the whole – I'll watch the whole game like Lyle's just drinking wine. Some some <laughs> random dude who's never watched the show before drops in and is like, "What the hell is going on over here?" <laughs> is this guy, yeah. <laughs> he is first of all, he's wearing a tracksuit. Second oh of all, God. this dude is passed out on his casting couch, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and the two of us are just acting like nothing's happening. Okay. And it's half, Ali's birthday. Just half baked, half baked guy on the couch. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. okay. It's we, probably time to end yeah, this one. Yeah, we got to get out of here before uh, <laughs> anything else happens. So We still have written content that we need to produce. Yeah, I got a whole nother video. <laughs> this is People gone off listening to this are like, what is happening? Oh, yeah. If you, if you were confused listening to this podcast, just go look at the YouTube. That's all I've got. Someone asked for me to be a part of the – we'll end it with this – to be a part of the Beard 
group to do this. Oh, there you go. It's I don't drink of, white clothes. Almost like a beer. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> if you want to be smarter than this podcast has gone, MSU Denver <laughs> might be for you. All right. There's only places to go up from here. Yes. Natural segue. <laughs> <laughs> That sad part is that's not far off. Peanut butter is like 80% of my diet, so that's not far off. MSU Denver, online, please go there. You still, classes started today. So if you want to get late registration, you can still get in on this semester. There are also mid-semester classes, things like that, that you can check out, both online and on-campus studies. I promise you, anything you do at MSU Denver will be smarter than whatever this podcast is. Like, it's super, super easy bar to cross, but it will happen. Um, check it out today. MSU Denver Online gives you the ability to go back to school without sacrificing living your life. Highly recommend it. I've been there. Allie went there over the summer. So did Harrison. So if you have any questions, feel free to hit us up. I'm going to get us out of here. Thank you for watching. Be sure to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel one more time. Uh, love you all very, very much. Keep this energy all season long. This is how I want the chat to go every single night. Uh, thank you for watching, listening. Don't. However you follow the podcast, we appreciate you. And we will catch you for a normal 1 p.m. pod tomorrow. <laughs>